4: On the Sooner Sports Network. From Learfield IMG College. Live at Woody's Country Store and Barbecue. This is Sooner Sports Talk. Presented by AT&T 5G. The official 5G wireless network of OU Athletics. Also brought to you by... Academy Sports and Outdoors, the preferred sporting goods retailer of Sooner Sports. Bud Light, whenever there's a game to watch, there's a Bud Light there. Homeland, proud sponsor of Sooner football. And by Moody's Country Store and Barbecue, bringing you the best in barbecue. This is Sooner Sports Talk. Now, here are your hosts, Teddy Lehman and the voice of the Sooners, Toby
5: Rowland. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Rudy's. Rudy's Country Store and Barbecue on a Tuesday night. Toby and Teddy back with you. We got a fun one coming up Saturday night in primetime. It'll be Oklahoma and Oklahoma State with a lot on the line. They call it Bedlam on Owen Field. First time ever a primetime kickoff between the Sooners and Cowboys at Gaylord Family Oklahoma Memorial Stadium. we're going to talk about it over the course of the next hour with the head coach of the Oklahoma Sooners. Let's welcome him in now. Please welcome Lincoln Riley, everybody. Howdy, Coach. Hey, guys. How we doing? Doing good. How are you tonight? All good. All good. It's good. Uh, coming off another bye week. You don't usually have this many of them, Coach. I got to tell you personally, I think Teddy agrees with this, um, the bye weeks, because of all of the extra complications and all the stress this year, have been – very much welcome. Um, do you feel the same for your football program? There being so many, or would you rather just keep the rhythm going?
2: Oh, I don't know that I have a huge preference. I mean, the the rhythm of it is is certainly nice, um, you know. And it has been a little difficult to get in the rhythm, and then and then just you know occupying the guys' time enough, you know, during you know having so much of these bye weeks and only having your twenty hours a week. That has made it a little bit more difficult. Um, but we've tried to, I mean, they are what they are. And so we've tried to use them to our advantage. Uh, I do think our team has, 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 done that. I think we've improved, uh, during each one of them that, that we've had and hopefully we've improved during this last one to be ready for, for this, uh, final three game stretch.
1: I feel like I ask you every time uh, after a bye week, but you know, it's an opportunity to go back, kind of, uh, take stock and what you've done up to that point, look at strengths, look at weaknesses, and work on some of those. Care to share any of the weaknesses yeah. you feel like maybe you've <laughs> got in your football team right now?
2: I'm always very forthcoming on those. <laughs> um, yeah, I, you know, I think we, you know, we spend a lot of time on special teams. Not that it's been a weakness, uh, but I think, you know, will be a big, big part going forward. And I do think when you've had as many young players start to emerge and start to get to that point where we as a staff you know, feel confident out there with those guys playing, uh, whether it's offense, defense, or special teams. Um, you know, I think we've been trying to catch some of those guys up so that we can, you know, get more contributions from those young guys on special teams. So that was a that was a big emphasis point. And then, you know, and then, you know, like we've said a lot, even though we've been on a, a good stretch and we've done some decent things, I mean there's still been all kinds of mistakes and things you gotta clean up. Uh, on tape and, and things that we know we're going to have to do better here uh, in this final stretch because the people we're playing are going to be improving too. So, um, you know, kind of business as usual, but certainly a lot of lot of time aimed at continuing to develop our young, young guys on all three sides. Opening segment presented by Noble McIntyre, McIntyre Law, the law firm you should
5: turn to for all of your personal injury needs. No need to look back. Let's look forward. We're all anticipating this game coming up on Saturday night, Coach. What are the particular challenges that Oklahoma State will present to you?
2: Uh, I mean, they got good players. You know, they got just about everybody back on their football team. Um, been watching, seems like the same guys for, you know, three, some some four years. Um, so, a lot, a lot of good football players, you know, offensively, they're Obviously, the the trio of, of talented guys with 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 the quarterback and and obviously you know Chuba and Tylen, um, you know and they've got some uh, a good, very good supporting cast around those guys. Not certainly all they have, um, but now they're impressive and they put you in some some difficult situations because they are so impressive and and uh, uh, you know and, and do a good job winning one on one. So so now it'll be a. It'll be a tough matchup there, no question. I mean, a, a very competitive matchup. Um, you know, we'll have to execute a high level defensively. Uh, and then as far as, you know, as far as their defense, I mean, again, it's it's one of the more experienced defenses that we've played in our time here. Uh, again, I, you look back at the game two years ago, and virtually every person's still there, you know, which is, which is pretty amazing. And you can see those guys have developed. I mean, they've gotten better. They've all played a lot of ball. They're now in year three. Uh, of their defensive system, and it shows. So, they've, they've, they've certainly played at a high level defensively.
1: Now, Oklahoma State is a team that was, you know, probably desperate for a bye week with, with some of their stars banged up. Um, Hubbard, Tyler Wallace banged up. Uh, uh, Harvell Pill missed, missed the game there at Kansas State. And you guys had a couple, but uh, I want to ask you about Stogner. A couple of things. Number one, how's he progressed? And number two, you know that it was an interesting play it was a it was a ball kind of down the seam and he took a low shot from that safety that came in what would you think of that play you know with with the guy going low on a on a big tight end that's going up to make a play like that
2: yeah i mean you know we've, we've done all these things in our game to to protect defenseless players um, and i don't know how it would be possible to be in a more defenseless position than that when you're not looking uh and somebody just comes in low on you i mean it's 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 one of the more dangerous things that could happen in our game and uh so you know i think that's something that we'll certainly bring forward and and you know i think needs to be looked at because i think that's something that could easily be officiated i mean if you've got a guy that's that's just not looking and you go low on them uh you know again to me that that falls right in the defenseless player area and 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 i don't think very difficult to officiate so it's a legal play now you know it's not a very you know I don't think it's very tough very clean play in my opinion uh because you know to me you're doing that you're out to hurt somebody and uh so um hopefully we can get it looked at and and uh you know and, and make that better not just obviously for our team but for for everybody out there how's he doing oh, he's good you know bye week was at a at a good time for him too sore um you know throughout the bye week but we're you know, we're progressing him. You know, we'll see how he progresses through the week. But, um, you know, making some making some headway.
5: Any update, Coach, on uh, Trajan Bridges?
2: Uh, no. Uh,
5: Ramondre Stevenson, obviously the offense has been uh, tremendously better. Well, better. I don't know if I say tremendously better. Since he came back, what is the extra added dimension that he gives you? What is the skill set and the added dimension that he brings to your offense?
2: Well, he's complimented you know, the other backs in our room, you know, and he's given us another, you know, experienced, talented guy there. And, yeah, you know, I mean, he, he, you know, he does, he's got a skill set to be able to do several things well. And, uh, you know, the physicality, you know, catches the ball well. And, and then you could certainly tell for this guy that it's, it's, you know, that it's year two in our system. And, and so even behind the scenes, he's been able to practice, get a lot of good work um, in and, and be ready for, you know, when his opportunity came up. And so, you uh, no, he's a, he's a tough guy to tackle. He is, and he's got a good feel for a run game, good feel for our schemes, and, and uh, you know, obviously, you know, that that physical presence is something that, that always makes you better.
1: It's been an interesting year. You know, most teams, as you go through the college football season, uh, you know, there's some attrition there. You lose players to, to injury and all kinds of different things. We've been adding players as we go along yeah. and got to against, you know, with Stevenson and Perkins, and but then Hazelwood... Back also against Kansas. What'd you think about his play, and you know, just trying to get some confidence on that thing and and build moving
2: forward? Yeah, done a great job. I mean, kind of like kind of like Theo Howard. I mean, two guys that have come back from injuries. I mean, they've been ready. They've been certainly been safe. We would never put anybody out there if they weren't uh, fully cleared. But you know, they're they're right on the front end of it, and and those guys will continue to get better and better each week as they. You know, you know, for Jaden, it's, you know, he didn't get fall camp, you know, he didn't get spring football. I mean, it's been a, it's been a long time. I mean, it's, it's literally for this kid been, you know, since, you know, the end of last season, since this guy's even had pads on. And so, and all of a sudden you go straight into, you know, right here at the end of the season where, you know, if you're going to make an impact, you got to. You got to do it. So, we, you know, we've, we've tried to be smart with his reps, and, and uh, he'll – you know, bye week was good for him as well. He'll continue to improve and get more confidence and then just, you know, and just continue to – to to not as, not as much confidence. I mean, I think that's a part of it, but also just continue to, to you know, work your skill set back. Um, you know, because as much as you can do off to the side, there's still no substitute for being in there. And so he'll he'll get better quickly and get back in the flow of it as we go.
5: With how hard he worked, and you've told us uh, what a great teammate he's been through this whole process, I'm sure he was awfully excited to get back out there. I would imagine his teammates were uh, awfully excited uh, they, for were,
2: they, were, they were. They were really excited for that kid. Everybody saw what he did. And, yeah, just to even have a chance to play any snaps this season and to do it like he did it, um, no, it was a g- great thing for the kid, and there wasn't a person in this program that wasn't thrilled to see him back out there.
1: Were, were you shocked by it? Because, uh, you know, from, for me personally, when I look back, like that – that injury used to be a year. Yeah. You know, exactly. and it says a lot about, you know, how much we've learned about rehab and bringing guys back, but also uh, the surgery is less invasive. I mean, that's come a long way in the last, you know, 15, 20 years, it seems like.
2: Oh, absolutely. I mean, you look at the two injuries, those two guys we mentioned. I mean, you know, Jaden with a knee injury and then uh, Theo Howard with an Achilles injury. I mean, Achilles used to be even longer than yeah. a year. You know, for those Maybe two guys, guys, yeah. I mean, and for those two guys to be back, you know, in the matter of months, like they did, is uh, yeah, it's a testament to a lot of things. But it, you know, it, it's you know, back still is not a hundred percent, and 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 you know, they still deal with soreness and all kinds of things on a daily basis, and you know, so their 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 toughness and wanting to be out there for their team is is you know, certainly been a bright spot for us.
5: This year's Lawyers Fighting Hunger Annual Day of Kindness Turkey Drive presented by Noble McIntyre. McIntyre Law will be Friday, November 20th. Download the McIntyre Law app and click the turkey icon to pre-register for the event and reserve your turkey today. We'll take an opening timeout. We'll start to take your questions for Lincoln Riley. When we come back, you can hit us up on the Academy Sports and Outdoors inbox at OU on the air. Back after this at Rudy's.
3: Phillips 66 Bedlam Series is brought to you in part by Academy Sports and Outdoors, Homeland, Oklahoma Blood Institute, Anheuser-Busch, and Phillips 66. Live to the full. Sooner Sports Talk is presented by Rudy's, bringing you the best in barbecue. Kincaid Coach, the official motor coach carrier of Sooner Athletics. Anheuser-Busch. Whenever there's a game to watch, there's a Bud Light there. AT&T 5G, the official 5G wireless network of OU Athletics. Academy Sports and Outdoors, the preferred sporting goods retailer of Sooner Sports. Homeland, a fresh experience. Proud sponsor of Sooner Football. Riverwind, still the one. Walden Cleaners and Laundry, where the difference is quality.
5: Whether you're home-gating or tailgating for the OU game, make a winning play with Tostitos chips, Tostitos packs, the crunch for a touchdown in taste. Welcome back to Rudy's Country Store and Barbecue. Thank you, Michael Dean. Toby and Teddy with you, Coach Lincoln Riley alongside as well, and it is time for tonight's Academy Sports and Outdoors question. Academy Sports and Outdoors for all your officially licensed Sooners gear. Here's our question for Coach tonight.
6: What kind of impact has DeMarco Murray had on the program since stepping in as an assistant coach?
5: Coach our academy employee wants to know what kind of an impact DeMarco has had on your program since joining your staff.
2: Yeah, it's been great great having him back. You know, he's uh, you know, it's been fun to see how quickly in his career he's really developed into a really good football coach and and uh I think he's made a difference with our backs. I think certainly, you know, responded very well to him. You know, excited about what he's going to be able to do in recruiting for us uh, as well. And then, and then I just don't think you can ever have enough of, of guys that have lived it here. You know, and, and you know that have, have been a part of it um, and done it as successfully as a, as a guy like Demarco did. You know, not only how well he played on the field, but you know the job he did off the field. You know, earning his degree. You know, just really, you know, getting a great education here that gave him a lot of opportunities. That when his professional career ended, uh, that he was ready. Um, and I think in a lot of ways, if you asked him, this place, you know, really shaped him. And so you know, I know he's excited to be back in that position where he can he can help with with so many guys that that that, that went through that same path that, that he did.
5: Great, some great uh, Twitter questions coming in tonight. We'll start with this from, from Kelly Walker, one of our uh, great Sooner listeners that lives down in Florida. Coach, what was your reaction to Kyler's Hail Murray
2: uh, on Sunday? Yeah, I actually got to see it. I randomly saw about the last – oh, I don't know. I saw Buffalo score the last touchdown. That's, that was all I saw of the game. Um, and then, yeah, it was an unbelievable play. I mean, it looked like they were setting up a play to, to try to have two plays. And then when Kyler got flushed, he you know, was smart by him to, one, realize that I'm using enough time here that – this may be the end, so I better chunk it down there. And if you're going to chunk it down there, throwing it to that Hopkins guy is a pretty good <laughs> idea. He's he's not bad, so we we need to find a few more like him. Yeah,
1: I love that. You know, the branding picture of the Jordan gloves up there <laughs> yeah. and all of those guys—that was awesome. Pretty good. I Kyler looks like he's trending towards possible MVP territory right now.
2: He's playing well. You know, those guys are are doing a, a great job. You know, you could tell, and I, and I could tell just talking to him that his comfort level in year two in that league. And, uh, you know, with the, the new teammates, new system, all that is, is, is definitely higher. Um, you know, I think it's allowing him just to cut loose and play. And then again, you can't discount the, the impact that, that Hopkins has had, you know, cause you know, that league, you see so much man coverage that when you've got that one guy that nobody can cover one-on-one, it just completely changes the game. And that, uh, that has been a, a, a big cha- game changer for Kyler. And, and, you know, it's exciting to see him, uh, you know, Cliff, all of those guys doing well. Speaking
5: of uh, new coaches, we had the DeMarco question uh, spurred me into this. And obviously we can't see practice, so we don't know. But tell us a little more about Jamar kane w- When he first came in, got a lot of praise on the recruiting trail. But obviously your your defensive line has come on strong here this season. But as a coach, tell us what you've been impressed by from Jamar.
2: Yeah, I think that combination of of both Coach Kane and, and Coach Thibodeau on the defensive front has has been really positive. Uh and and you know, being able to split those guys up like we have, and we've had several guys that, you know, get a little bit of both, you know, some of our players that are able to play both inside and outside, so they get a little bit of coaching from both of those guys and that's been a great a great deal and and i i think our edge guys have really developed nicely uh under jamar in, in such a short time again without spring and all the normal time that, that you would have with a with a new coach and you know, Jamar's done a good job of, of getting to know those kids and, and building relationships and trust level and then i think they've you know were able to see pretty quickly that this guy knew what he was talking about and could really help them dissect their games and help them take the next steps and You know, whether it's Benito or, you know, Isaiah Thomas, who's done a little bit of both for us. You know, great having, obviously, Ronnie back. You know, Strip's come in and done some nice things. John Michael Terry, Brendan Walker. I mean, there's just been a number of guys that I think have have certainly improved um, in a short time here with Jamar.
1: What do you attribute, you know, the defensive lines played really great down the stretch here. What do you attribute that to? And, and maybe it's just a, a combination of a bunch of different factors, but what do you think has been the real catalyst for those guys to, you know, pick up that play the last two, three weeks?
2: Yeah, I think, you know, I think they're, they're gaining confidence as a group, uh, you know, cause so many of those guys had not played very many meaningful snaps, especially a lot of the guys, you know, we're playing with early and, uh. So I think they've gained confidence, of, you know, in themselves and in, in, in the scheme, uh, knowing where to be, you know, to where they can just really cut loose and play fast. And then I think the other big key has just been how the production from so many people. I mean, it's we can put a second group out there and still be very productive. We can rotate guys. We can keep bodies fresh. And, and it's just made a big difference for us.
5: I want to go back to Oklahoma State for a second. You know, it's not just Chuba. Chuba. With their running attack, L.D. Brown's had a fantastic year for them as well. What's the contrast there between when those guys are on the field?
2: No, you could tell, well, the drop-off is not huge, you know, which is pretty impressive when you've got one of the best backs in America. Um, and you could tell Brown knows, you know, knows where to go. Um, he's got a little bit different style of a runner. Um, you know, maybe maybe has a little bit more initial burst, Um you know, where Chuba kind of just is kind of like a thoroughbred. He just really, you know, kind of patient. And, and then, you know, just kind of that acceleration and combination of power uh, that, that makes him special. But, now they're both good. I mean, there's, you know, a lot of teams you get to the second or third back, and there's a huge drop off, and there's absolutely not with these guys.
1: It's, it's curious watching Oklahoma State's offense, and this is kind of really a league-wide phenomenon that's going on this year, is not scoring a whole lot of points. And it's it's interesting whenever you look at the guys that they have coming back. You know, uh, Tyler Wallace, who had one of the best seasons we've seen as a wide receiver and Chuba Hubbard, who right there around 2,000 yards rushing a year ago. And you figure they all come together, and it's going to make for a, a fantastic offense. But they haven't put up a bunch of points. Is that a style thing? And they're leaning on their defense a little bit more, and we're seeing some low, lower-scoring games throughout the Big 12? Or is that just – you know, they haven't really clicked yet as an offense.
2: Oh, I mean, they've, they've, they've certainly had their moments. I mean, I think some of it is they've played, you know, some significant time with without all of those guys, um, you know, and just like any team, just like we, you know, we're especially some early in the season. I mean, when you don't have a lot of your best players, you're, you're going to look a little bit different. And uh, so I think that's, that's certainly been part of it. I think there's some really quality defenses in this league right now, uh, w- without a doubt. And uh, so... You know you certainly see the capability with this group the the capability certainly there and the 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 you know threat and opportunity for big plays you know all over the field so um you know when when they've got all three of those guys on the field they're 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 you know they do a really nice job it's time for our rudy's
5: anywhere sooners everywhere question of the night it comes from twitter tonight mr jb 79 i like this coach aside from football If you were given the opportunity to coach one game for any other sport, any team, which sport would you select and which team? You can coach the Lakers for a day. Um, You can coach the Cincinnati Reds. I'd caddy for Tiger at the
2: Masters. (laughs) That's the correct answer. That is
1: the correct answer. It's a
2: lot of work, though, Coach. I don't know know how much
1: coaching you'd get in. Exactly. All
2: I got to do is just carry the bag. (laughs) That's (laughs) right.
5: Maybe Abraham answer would have been the right answer.
1: Pretty relatable moment on 12 uh, for all of us watching Tiger there on Sunday, wasn't it? (laughs)
2: Uh, Yeah, I think all of us that are are amateur golfers knows exactly how that feels. Hey,
5: Coach, you mentioned uh, defenses across the Big 12. Scoring is down this year in the league. I was going to ask you if you feel like the defenses are better. It sounds like you do. Do you feel like the talent level defensively has improved league-wide? Are the schemes kind of catching up with the offenses a little bit? What's
2: your assessment there? I think a little bit. I think a little bit of both. I mean, I I, I don't know if catching up's the right word. I just think there's some really good tough schemes in this league. A, a lot of really good coordinators. Um, you know, you've hit a year where even with the majority of the league, you know, returning starting quarterbacks uh, that that. The defenses have played well. I do think there's a lot of quality players, a lot of NFL caliber players uh, in the league right now defensively, especially some really, really good defensive linemen. Um, and then you see some some real experienced groups, you know, especially with the one that we're getting ready to play. So, uh, now I think a combination of all that, and uh, uh, but the defensive play has certainly been very quality. Mr. JB79,
5: we've got a $50 Rudy's gift card headed your way. Uh, Rudy's Barbecue, courtesy Rudy's Country Store and Barbecue right here in Norman. We'll take a break. We got the Butkus Brain Teaser and more of your questions for Lincoln Riley coming up. Bedlam, Saturday night in Norman. We'll be back right after this.
3: Sooner Sports Talk is presented by Rudy's, bringing you the best in barbecue. Log on to Soonersports.com slash kids for information about joining the Sooner Junior Kids Club presented by OGD. Brought to you in part by Orthodontics exclusively, Anheuser Busch. Whenever there's a game to watch, there's a Bud Light there. We want to thank all of our Sooner Radio Network affiliates across the state and region. Fans can check out Soonersports.com for an affiliate in your area. And if you're traveling outside the state of Oklahoma, you can listen to all the action on either Sirius XM Radio or download the TuneIn app and listen free. Sport Clips, it's good to be a guy. Welcome back to Rudy's, everybody. It's
5: Sooner Sports Talk with Lincoln Riley, brought to you by AT&T. Hey, whenever there's a Sooner's game to watch, there's a Bud Light there. Please drink responsibly. How would you like to be able to listen listen to Teddy and the rest of the Sooner radio broadcast while synced up to your TV in the comfort of your own home? You can go to SyncMyGame.com to find out how. We welcome back in uh, Lincoln Riley, and before we go to tonight's Butkus brain teaser from our resident linebacker. I wanted to ask you about another linebacker, Coach. Uh, We saw some exciting things out of Shane Witter uh, a week ago Saturday against Kansas. He's getting a little bit more playing time as we go along. I know this is a a freshman that Teddy has been very excited about. Tell us what you've seen from Shane. Shane.
2: Well, they'll you know, like Teddy, you know, having having a guy that can that can run and cover ground uh, the way Shane can, you know, makes all the difference in the world. You saw it on the option play there against Kansas, probably the one you're showing right here. Um, you know, I just see him coming from completely across the formation and really finishing physically. And that's uh, it's such a gift. And and as he continues to see things more and more, um you know, he'll just get better and better, but he's got he's got just such excellent you know speed, acceleration, physicality that, that really shows up. And uh, so he's got a chance to be a really good one. He's done a nice job for us on kickoff this year uh, as well. He's, he's really made an impact there as well. Um, so excited about his development and, and obviously great for him to be able to get some 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 real quality time here this year and, and, and have a chance to learn. He was rocking the baby
1: there. I didn't see that yeah.
2: outside. He was, though, like the old Russell Westbrook.
1: Yeah, I day. don't know what that was, but I, I like it. may have to work <laughs> that in sometime. Are you happy overall with your freshman class? I mean, it's been an incredibly difficult year. The No early arrivals. That situation didn't play out the way that you had hoped. Um, obviously, training camp was different. The summer was different. It's been a, a tough year for those guys to yes. make up ground, but overall, are you pleased with what you've seen from that group?
2: I am. I am. It has been. It's. It's been the most difficult year for a freshman class that anybody's ever imagined. And uh, so I think just the. I think the relief of some of our guys now being able to finally kind of settle in a little bit and get an opportunity to play and and start to for this to start, even though it's still not very normal start to feel more normal for them has, has been a big deal. So uh, I have. They've. They've really hung in there. I mean, that's a group that could have complained and said, why me and why is this happened to me? And, and, and they've hung in there. They really have. They've done a good job academically for us. Um, you know, they've been a very coachable group, and it's fun to see those guys get some opportunities because it's, it's obviously a, a talented group. Fisher
5: on Twitter, through seven games this season, we have the same number of interceptions as through 14 games last year. What's the reason for that? Is it quarterback pressure? Is it better play in the defensive backfield?
2: Uh, all of the above, all of the above. I, I think we've we've pressured more consistently. Uh, I think you know coverage overall has, as although I thought for a large part of the year we covered pretty well last year as well, but I think our, our coverage has probably been a little bit better. And then, and then I think the biggest thing is we've we've probably had created a few more opportunities, but we've capitalized on those. And there's there's just. It feels like more of the balls that we've got our hands on, we found a way to, to hang on to it and go ahead and finish the play. And, and that's the key because uh, you, you never know exactly how many of those you're going to get. And and once you get one, it it, it does become contagious. Yeah. And so uh, we, we've we done a, a – certainly it's been a big emphasis point for us, and I think a lot of the, the hard work there has shown up to this point in the season.
1: You know, we asked you about Stogner, and you said earlier today that you know, Spencer Rattler, he's fine. He's he's going to be ready to play. But I wanted to ask you about that play when your quarterback tried to run over a guy <laughs> on the goal line. Can you take us inside the conversation you two had? Were Were you happy about that? Were you upset about it? How'd that play out?
2: Yeah, I wasn't upset. I mean, I you know, you get in those competitive moments down there, and you the thing you can't do is be hesitant. I mean, it's it's every now and then you end up in one of those. There's there's times as a quarterback, or if it's You know, first and 10, I've already scrambled for 15 yards, and me getting 17 is maybe nothing to deal. But you get those ones, it's third or fourth down or a chance to score a touchdown. I mean, you got to go. And, uh, you know, he kind of tried to turn a little bit, and the guy kind of just got him just kind of right in a kind of an awkward spot. So, I mean, you know, it's part of it. You can't play this game hesitant, and and, and so he'll – you know, Maybe he'll try to turn a little bit more next time. They
1: zoomed in on his face right after the play, and I think the, the look <laughs> said it all about his regrets uh, of, of maybe turning a little bit there at the end, too. It's yeah, pretty this funny. Is,
2: this, is an, uh, this is an Arizona high school ball. <laughs> uh, you can't be hesitant with the
5: Butkus brain teaser, either. It is time for Teddy's Oklahoma Education Association brain teaser. Education Association of Oklahoma putting education first. Teddy, he has been quick to rebuff you the last couple of weeks. What do you have for Coach Riley tonight?
1: Yeah, and I'll just say generally to everyone, uh, let's let the question play out fully before (laughs) you fire off any answers. (laughs) That's generally to everyone. (laughs) Yeah, it's just to everyone uh, watching and (laughs) listening. Uh, Okay, let's go 2019 Betham. So we're going last year. Um, The score is 20 to 16. Oklahoma is ahead. There's six minutes, 33 seconds left in the third quarter. It is second down, 4 yards to go on the minus 39 yard line. The football is on the left hash. Mm. 2019 Bedlam. Oklahoma leads 20 to 16. 6:33 left in the third quarter. Second and 4 on the minus 39 yard line. Football on the left hash.
5: Mm. The game was in Stillwater one year ago. Boy.
1: See, when he was studying for this, he was he was watching the 2015 and 16 film. Yeah, that's he,
2: right. I picked the wrong one. Went
1: back too far.
2: Um, Looking for a third quarter play. I, hmm. I'm i pretty sure it was a uh, – I'd say pretty sure. I think it was a uh, – Kind of a tempo play, and they weren't really set defensively, and it was a little throwback to Jeremiah Hall, I think. If it's not that, I don't know.
5: Hmm. So it sounds like you're set with that answer. That's all I got. Okay, let's roll the tape. Last year, Bedlam in Stillwater, 39-yard line. A little Tempo play, a throwback to <laughs> Jeremiah Hall for a big gainer. What is like 30 yards or so, Teddy? Yeah. Before they brought the bullfrog to the ground. There we go. And that is another correct buttkiss brain teaser tonight, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen.
1: And he doesn't even have steam coming out of his ears. I mean he's you he have to work a little bit for Pretty that cool. one, but where you know. does
5: getting the buttkiss brain teaser every week rank in your career highlights, coach?
1: <laughs> right <laughs> under like having t- like Catting for Tigers, probably where it would be, right?
5: And then college yeah. football playoff underneath that, yeah, somewhere in there.
2: There you go. That's, fitting.
5: That's uh, fitting. One more question before we get you out of here. We had a question from JT DeBerry on Twitter. Uh, what rule would you get rid of or change at the collegiate level? I'm not going to ask you that. You get asked that a lot. But it did remind me of the Buki play. Um, strangest, Strangest thing you've seen in a while? They, it they got there. it right,
2: correct? Yeah, there's not many that happen in a game where you're – you don't know the rule, and I admittedly, I. It, it's weird because that rule goes so against everything we know about football. I mean, everything yeah. we know about football is if a player is out of bounds and touches a football, the ball is dead, and then or any other sport or any sport exactly. Then this is the only time in football where it's not, which is just <laughs> I. I you could do what
1: I do. I say the rule book is just wrong on this I, one. I agreed, agreed. I just I'm, think I'm the with Teddy. rule is wrong. I'm
2: with Teddy. But, yeah, it's uh, luckily, you know, we were able to overcome it. But, yeah it, a, yeah, it was a very, very strange play. But they were right. I mean, they, they – I, I give, I'll give the crew credit. They knew it, and they were sure from second one. Um, and so, I, I questioned them every way I could possibly think of. But they were they, – they hung with it. Uh, well,
5: I was sure you were right. I thought they blew yep. it. I still think it's a dumb rule, even if it is the rule. But uh, it was interesting, to say the least. Coach, thanks for your time tonight, as always. And good luck against the Cowboys on Saturday. Sounds good. Thanks, guys. All right. That's Lincoln Riley, everybody. But we are not done yet. Stick around. More with me and Teddy. Sooner Sports Talk here at Rudy's right after this.
3: OU's football games are available on Exodus 96.5 FM in Oklahoma City and 101.5 FM El Patron in Tulsa, as well as on those stations' websites. Each OU Spanish broadcast will feature a 30-minute pregame show and a 15-minute postgame show. Homeland, a fresh experience. Proud sponsor of Sooner Football dr tim shannon and dr mark rebels at orthodontics exclusively are proud to present the junior captain of the game and are pleased to honor these guests as they take the field with our captains for info on how your child can become the next junior captain go to orthoexc.com. the sooner sports podcast is your all-access pass to sooner sports Listen as Toby Rowland and Chris Plank talk all things Sooners. Log on to Soonersports.tv slash podcast presented by Allstate and Riverwind. Welcome back to Rudy's, everybody.
5: Hey, don't forget this weekend is the Phillips 66 Bedlam series brought to you in part by Academy Sports and Outdoors, Homeland, Oklahoma Blood Institute, Noble McIntyre, McIntyre Law, and Anheuser-Busch. Hey, Sooner fans, when you download the Chick-fil-A app and order, you can start earning points toward delicious rewards. Uh, earlier today, Chris Plank had a chance to sit down with Jeremiah Hall, the Sooners' outstanding H-back. Here's that interview.
6: Hi, guys. Jeremiah Hall joins us. Jeremiah, you've said it a lot, best H-back room in the country. Just in general, where have you seen the biggest gro- uh, growth in this group over the last couple of weeks? Uh, Just our
7: effectiveness on the field. You know, specifically, you see a lot of us on the field more often. So we're in 12 personnel. That's what we call it when two of us are on the field. You see a lot more production so in the run game I think that's always been there for the most part but a lot more in the passing game here lately especially with the additional stock you know like I said before we call him big stock bill six <laughs> seven guy great hands um, me you and him that's where I've seen it the most so definitely the passing game.
6: Yeah it's, uh, it's fun to see everyone including yourself continue to evolve and really immerse yourself in this offense. Jeremiah it was funny I was I saw you and coach Beamer talking during the, the game against Kansas and Something along the lines of, hey, we're going to get that for a touchdown next time. Do you not drop a play that you think isn't going to end up in the end zone? In other words, is every play that you guys design for that H-back in the passing game, you feel like it's going to hit
7: Pater? Uh, yeah, something <laughs> like that, definitely. We do talk about it, and um, I do get excited for more for our calls a little bit more than some others, you know. <laughs> but with that in mind… It's got to be refreshing to
6: be in an offense that does specialize in using your guys and utilizing your skills in a very unique way because it's a matchup nightmare for other teams, isn't it?
7: Yeah, for sure. That's why I tell people all the time that's the reason I came here. I came here to play in Coach Riley's offense and to line up against mismatches. That's the whole point of being an H-back, being able to do it all and and living rent-free in other people's minds, like I said before. So I've definitely enjoyed the... uh, multiple tasks that we've been assigned all
6: right let's talk a little bit about this team you had a bye week all right. uh, it's unique bye weeks because maybe you can't go home it, it, with with covid it's much different how did you personally handle this
7: bye week jeremiah uh, mostly just getting my body ready you know you got to take advantage of the time you're given you know you can't look at a bye week and say okay my body's automatically going to heal just because i have time no you actually have to put into work put in the work to make sure it heals and that's where i spend most of my time
6: so for you
7: is that extra time in the
6: weight room is it maybe more cardio what does that look like for you
7: uh really it's more time focusing on small things such as like uh ankle strength um uh, i had a previous injury to my neck making sure that's all good and just any small nicks and bruises that i can handle
6: Kind of like fine-tuning before the check engine light comes on, right? Exactly.
7: A little bit of an oil change.
6: (laughs) A little bit of an oil change. Hey, two more quick ones before I let you go. It's Bedlam this weekend. It means a lot. But Oklahoma State looks like they have a pretty solid defense. What have you seen from the Cowboys in advance of this matchup on Saturday night?
7: Uh, Yeah, they're definitely a great defense this year. Um, I think top two, top three in the conference right now. Those boys fly around. Uh, they know what they're doing. They're sound. And um, we'll be ready for them this weekend.
6: And then finally, I mean, you're a college football fan, right? You right. watch games regardless. Does it add a little juice when you've got game day coming to town for a game for the first time since you've been here in Norman?
7: You know, just a little bit. Just a little bit. I'm excited. I know the fans are excited, and we are too.
6: Jim uh good to have you back, man. Have a great week counting down to Bedlam, and we'll talk to you again soon, man. Good Thank luck. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it
5: love the t-shirt you would look good in that t-shirt <laughs> That kid has had a big impact and i think he could again on saturday
1: yeah i, th- I think he's he's fantastic player i mean he does so much he's a great just uh, inline blocker he can you know they put him at that wing position quite a bit and he does a good job there uh, he's good out of the backfield. We run a lot of the split zone action where he comes back and blocks uh, one of the big guys on the in line of the of the line of scrimmage. And he's great out of the backfield. And, you know, he's he's good in some of the play action, easy to the flat stuff. Uh, we saw that hide route that, that you know, Lincoln played and, and he goes back and gets. But he's also good down the field. We've seen him, yeah. you know, do some good stuff in the scramble drill. So, uh, you know, he's just one of the guys in that room. They're fantastic. They give us. You know a dynamic that most teams in college football just don't have.
5: All right, we'll wrap it up with Teddy's keys to Bedlam when we come back. Sooner sports talks brought to you by AT and T.
3: Thank you to our cornerstone television partners: OU Health, Anheuser Busch, and the OU College of Professional and Continuing Studies, and our community partners: Landers Auto Group. Coca-Cola, and OU Health.
5: Welcome back. Final segment here at Rudy's. Get your officially licensed Sooners gear at Academy Sports and Outdoors, the preferred sporting goods retailer of OU Athletics. Sooner fans, come visit the best place to gear up on your favorite OU products. The, Sh- the Sooner Shop is the official fan shop of OU Athletics, located on the west side of Gaylord Family Oklahoma Memorial Stadium. I'm having a book signing at the Sooner Shop Friday nice. evening. to 6.30, come on by, get you a copy of Unhitch the Wagon, and I'll sign it for you on Friday night. That's at the Sooner Shop there at the uh, stadium. Keys to the game, Bedlam on Saturday.
1: Yeah, I think you got to start with the turnovers. Um, you know, which quarterback plays better as far as the turnovers are concerned? Both guys have had their problems this year. Looks like Rattlers maybe fixed those. Sanders, not so much. That's going to be critical. And defensive lines, which defensive line plays better and applies that pressure to the quarterback? That's whenever those mistakes typically come, whenever they're under duress. So I'll be watching both those defensive lines in the kicking game. You know, you look at the past Bedlam games that have been really tight. There's a big kicking play in there. You look at our close games this year. Yeah. Kicking has been a factor. Kansas State, Iowa State, and also blocking a field goal against Kansas was a big or uh, excuse me, Texas was a big factor. So that's the three things to watch in a close football game.
5: As you talked about in the first show tonight, there have been some big punt returns mm-hmm. in this series in the last decade. Both ways. Of course, the Tyreek Hill one gets a lot of publicity, but Jalen Saunders up in Stillwater had a big one. Maybe Marvin Mims could pull off one of those on Saturday.
1: Yeah, and we had, you know, the fake field goal for a touchdown in 2013. Yeah. That's like the – is that the last fake that we've run for a touchdown? Is the last one I can remember. Anyway, so that was a huge play in that game, a uh, pivotal moment. So, yeah, kicking games been been key in tight games.
5: Hey, if you missed any portion of tonight's shows, you can always catch it up on demand via our sooner sports podcast. Download and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Chris Plank runs our podcast, does an amazing job. All kinds of content there for you. We'll be on the air with you with the sooner radio broadcast starting at 4:30 on Saturday afternoon live from the press box at Owen Field kickoff just after 6.30. It'll be Oklahoma and Oklahoma State in a big one. Bedlam in primetime. We'll see you next week here at Rudy's. Boomer Sooner, everybody.
4: Sooner Sports Talk has been presented by AT&T 5G, the official 5G wireless network of OU Athletics. Sooner Sports Talk is also brought to you by Bud Light. Whenever there's a game to watch, there's a Bud Light there. Homeland, proud sponsor of Sooner football. Riverwind, still the one. And by Sport Clips. It's good to be a guy. The preceding has been a Learfield IMG College
0: presentation of the Sooner Sports Network.
7: Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. Like that car riding right your tail.